0: Welcome to Mommy Diary, the podcast. I'm your host, Angela Kim. I'm a creative lifestyle blogger and mama four. This podcast is all about honest stories of motherhood and real conversations with real women just like you. I believe women are stronger together and sharing our personal stories can bring empowerment, inspiration, and peace to someone else. Making connections is what brought me here today. Each week, my guest and I will share how we've overcome challenges in order to find authentic joy and purpose. We'll talk about motherhood, marriage, careers, mental health, spirituality, and everything in between. I'm so glad you're here. Let's start the show. Hi friends, welcome to Mommy Diary, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I have a very personal and different kind of episode for you guys today. Today, I will be sharing all about how I recovered from COVID-19. Yes, you heard me right. If you follow me on social media, you might be very surprised to hear this because I was still around and I didn't really discuss it on social media yet. But after my recent trip to Seattle, about four days later, I started showing symptoms and I tested positive for COVID-19. And just this morning, um, which is day 10, I took another test and it showed negative. So I think I am in the clear. I think my body has successfully shed the virus and I'm kind of glad that I have some antibodies now, but the past 10 days, it's been a little crazy, obviously, because it traveled, it it flowed throughout my family. And it went from me, and then my oldest daughter, Elise, tested. Four days later, my husband tested, and now my uh, daughter, Tessa, tested positive. So we are all still in quarantine somewhat, but I think today is day 10. I haven't had symptoms uh, for a while now. So I want to share with you guys how everything happened, what my symptoms were, and how we recovered. It's a very um crazy story because it was really hard trying to maintain and manage my household while all this was going on. But it's also a very fortunate and a happy story, a story with a very happy ending because it didn't hit us too hard. And I'm so thankful that our symptoms were rather mild and we were able to survive it. So here is how it went down. Um I was in Seattle to visit my parents it's a month ago now. So we're there for about a week. And we always knew that, you know, traveling for any reason poses some risk during this time because we are in the middle of a pandemic, but we really thought that we were being safe. We thought that we're doing everything that we can possibly do to minimize uh, our risk of getting COVID-19, and we felt safer because my parents were both vaccinated now, so Um, It was just a a much easier decision, and we haven't um, visited them in over, uh, well over a year. I say like more, about like 15 months. So the kids were really missing their grandparents. Long story short, we weighed out our options and we thought it's safe to go. And I think for the most part, we were safe. We were wearing our masks, we were constantly sanitizing our hands, washing our hands, and, you know, avoiding public places, avoiding crowds, and even downtown Seattle, it was pretty empty. Like you didn't really run into a large crowd there. So I don't think that's where we got it. So everything was fun. We had an amazing time and we were headed back home. And I think my gut tells me that it started. I think we got the virus at the Seattle airport on our way back home. Because Right when we got there to the airport, we're about to check in. And my oldest daughter, Elise, who is 15 years old and she has special needs, was saying, Mom, I really have to go to the bathroom. And I think, you know, when you're traveling, like your stomach's not always feeling too good. So she really had to go to the bathroom. So we're kind of rushing. So I took Elise and then my husband was waiting at the check-in place because I forgot to give him my driver's license and he needed my driver's license to check all of us in. So we're like running late, we didn't want to miss a flight and my daughter was using the restroom and so we went to a family, we walked into a family restroom and I remember, so my daughter has special needs for those of you who don't know, so sometimes she doesn't like follow every instruction, I, I guess that's like every kid. So she was kind of like touching things, she didn't have gloves on so I was panicking, I was like no least don't touch anything, keep your mask on. So it was like a moment of like panic, you know, and then she was like using the bathroom. And then, you know, she was taking a long time. And then I my husband was calling me. And, you know, I didn't want to miss our flight. So it was like one of those moments, like one of those like motherhood moments where things are just like not looking good. So I remember we um, she was like on there for a good 10, 15 minutes. And finally, I got her up, you know, we were all good, washed her hands, and then we rushed out. And I'm pretty sure it's in that bathroom where we got the virus. Because moms, we just kind of have like a gut instinct about these things, right? Because until that moment, I am pretty confident that we were very careful um, not to contract the virus. And then, so the flight back home was really smooth. It was a um, evening flight. There was literally about 20, 30 people. Not even that in the entire flight. Like the rows were empty. There was no one around us. So it wasn't even a packed flight. Everyone had masks on the whole time. And I made sure to wipe everything down. So I think the airplane was pretty safe. I think the safety, if you're, you know, wondering if it's safe to travel, it really depends on your flight. And you don't really know like how booked your flight's going to be until you show up that day. Because on our way to Seattle, like the flight there was completely full because the flight right before us, ours got canceled. So everyone who were booked and that flight ended up being like carried over to our flight. So the way back, I mean, the way to Seattle, like that flight was so full, so full that it made me nervous. So anyway, long story short, I think traveling for any reason, there's always some risks involved. So make sure that you're thinking everything through before you decide to travel, especially with your children, because it's so much easier to be safe when it's just you or your husband. But when it comes to traveling with the whole family, like things can happen, like how things happen in the bathroom right before we're coming back home. And it was completely unforeseen. I had no idea that was going to happen. But again, I had no idea. Everything was fine. I was just so glad the flight back was really empty. And I felt confident that we were okay. So that was Thursday. So we came home Thursday evening. No, we came home Wednesday evening. And then Thursday, I had some deadlines. So I worked at home with my assistants, but they're always wearing masks. And thank God I didn't pass it on to anybody else except for my family. And I'm so glad. This is why it's so important to wear masks because one of my other assistants did test positive before. I also have family members. But when you're wearing masks, most likely you're not gonna transmit it to the people next to you. That's why so many people are getting it from family gatherings. It happens when you're not very careful and it's so easy to get it. I was so surprised at how that 10 minutes of like not wearing a mask, just being in a family bathroom, just with me and my daughter can lead to something like this. So the first symptom showed up on... I think it was like Saturday night or Sunday morning, I woke up and I was like covered in sweat. I've gotten this like before I think I gave birth when my hormones are out of balance, but I know that it's not something that happens to me often. And um I know I share this a lot, but I'm pretty in tune with my body. So when something is off, like I'm pretty good at like catching it and realizing it. And I woke up with like chills. I was covered in cold sweat and I thought, gosh, like that's really weird. But I didn't think anything of it. I felt fine. And then the next day, same thing happened. Same thing. I was like covered in cold sweat and I started getting light chills, like body chills. So I thought, okay, that's really weird. And that day I started feeling like a very slight tickling sensation in my throat. Like you're kind of catching something, but not really. But again, like these are feelings that I've had because of allergies or, you know, I've had colds like this before. Again, I had no idea it could be COVID because my symptoms were so light, but thank God that we have uh, rapid tests on hand. We bought a whole box of like 70 tests or something, which came in handy because we actually use the test like many times for ourselves as well as um, our family members when they tested positive before. Not family who lives with us, but my um, in-laws. So we had a test on hand. I told my husband maybe I should test just to be sure. And it came out positive that night. I was so shocked. Um, my husband tested. He was negative. And uh, my daughter, my second daughter, Tessa tested and she was negative. So at this point, it was just me. So luckily, um uh, my mother in law, who has her vaccinations, and she also recovered from COVID, decided to help us out because now mom's down, right? So I was in isolation in my master bedroom for days. So that part was kind of crazy. I was like, when it first started happening, like my symptoms were not that bad, but I think it was more of the psychological impact of what this can mean. So at that moment, like as soon as my test came positive, my husband made some phone calls, I went in my master bedroom, and I didn't come out for, I don't know, like four days. So my husband and my mother-in-law were just outside. Um, we didn't share the space, and he was dropping off food right outside of my door and giving me um, Tylenol. And I didn't really need Tylenol. Luckily, I had no fever, but it was more like a body chill, body ache type of feeling. So I was in isolation for three, four days, and during this time, I was like, I can't believe I have COVID. And then I think I was scared. It was like a shock. I think I was in a state of shock. I didn't go on social media because, you know, I still needed to process everything that's happening and, you know, I don't want to be too quick to make any comments about how I'm feeling or anything because you really don't know like what's going to happen with this virus. So symptoms began and my first symptoms were like cold sweat, very mild uh, sore throat and fatigue. From the next, uh, from that day on, the next couple days, I had, I was just so tired. So fatigue is real. And you get this like mental fog. I had like a light headache. It's kind of like a headache and kind of like a foggy brain where you just feel tired and you really don't feel like doing anything. And then my body kind of started aching. And then I think day three or something, I started getting backache to a point where it, bothered me so much that I couldn't really sleep at night. And I remember Ellen DeGeneres somewhere says she was getting backache and it does happen. And so for me, I felt that. What's really funny for me is I had pretty much every symptom that you'd hear, you would hear about, like shortness of breath, chest tightening feeling. I read in an article, someone said that they felt like there was an elephant sitting on their chest. I felt that feeling, but for me, it was very mild and luckily it only lasted one day. So I feel like my body, the virus clearly was there and it was attacking or affecting different parts of my body, like everywhere, head to toe from. Uh, my body to my head, my throat, my nose, um, my back, like even around my lungs, like my chest, my respiratory area, because I felt everything, like all the symptoms that you would hear about, I felt it. Luckily, and you know, I'm so thankful that I'm healthy uh, and that my immune system I think is pretty strong because my body was able to fight it without it getting worse. And I did have the oxygen, Oh gosh, I forget what it's called. Um, it's like the oxygen monitor that monitors your oxygen level. And I need to do this because my mother in law had COVID um, like a couple months before and her oxygen level was very low where she had to have an oxygen tank at home. So she was able to recover from home, but it took her a lot longer. And of course, she's like in her 70s. So luckily, I was monitoring everything. My oxygen level was fine. So like everything, I'm just so thankful that my body was um, able to fight off this virus without, you know, anything major. Just a few Tylenols was everything. I never had a fever, um, although I did take some Tylenol for body chills. And, you know, when you kind of get this like really tired, like headache, like a low grade, I, I think maybe the headaches came from like a low grade fever. I don't know, because I wasn't constantly um monitoring my fever, but you just don't feel good. But again, like I've been more sick than sick than that before. So I was telling people like I've been there were way worse colds and flus that I've had before where I was really sick, I had high fevers, and I had to watch all my kids you know, I wasn't wearing a mask, I wasn't wearing gloves, and I just had to watch my kids and take the chance that they might get sick. This time, though, the difference was that I was able to just isolate myself. And to be completely honest, and please don't judge me for saying this, In a way, it was kind of nice because I wasn't like that sick, but I had all this help. Now I have people like dropping off food for me. My mother-in-law was making me soup and dropping off food and I would get like vitamins and, you know, water and tea dropped off to my room. So in a way, I kind of felt like a queen, like for a day or two. But of course that feeling goes away and then you start worrying about your kids. So. You know, long story short, it's so not worth getting. This is really especially hard on families, not just because of the illness. Again, like the virus, you don't really know how you're going to be affected. So it's best not to get it. Luckily, we're very lucky, our entire family, like none of us got really sick from it, but it did spread. So I told you that my husband and my um, daughter didn't test positive at first. And like a day or two later, uh, my first daughter, Tessa, or not sorry, um, Elise started feeling kind of sick. She was saying she was getting a headache. We tested her and her test came back positive, so we had to do the same thing for her. She isolated herself in her room, which kind of worked out. She was still able to um, go on all her virtual learning. You know, kids are pretty resilient. Like she was okay. So we gave her some Tylenol when she said she had a headache. We gave her food. So she stayed in her room most of the time. We reminded her, you know, if you have to come out, um, wear a mask. So she shared a bathroom with me. Like I would help her with her you know, brushing teeth and shower and all of that because I already had COVID. So we were like that. And then two days later, my husband started feeling kind of sick. So he tested again and he came back positive. So after the first couple of days, I was um, isolated in the master bedroom by myself. And a couple of days later, my husband joined me, which was kind of nice because I was getting lonely in there. So my husband too, similar symptoms. He had like a headache, a fatigue, Um, I don't think he had shortness of breath, but he wasn't feeling good either. So I think for a day or two, like we're just laid out, you know, resting, napping, you know, we didn't see our children. That was the hardest part was not being able to see our younger kids. Like our older kids are okay. Um, The junior high school girls, they knew, okay, they know what it is and they're independent. So they were fine, but it's the little ones surprisingly my four-year-old son did pretty good too we told him you know mommy and daddy has a virus so you can't come near us you can't come into our room so he really wouldn't come into our room and for any reason um you know if we have to come out of the room we would wear masks I had my gloves and my mask on everywhere for 10 days until I tested negative this morning and we ate separately so we'll let my mother-in-law eat first and then she'll, you know, do most of the child care. Um, and then once they're all upstairs, then my husband and I and Elise, whoever has COVID, will come and will eat separately. Um, you got to make sure to do the laundry separately. I was wearing gloves when I do the laundry. And, you know, if I'm cleaning, whatever I'm touching, pretty much. Wearing a mask and gloves in your own home is so not fun and it's so uncomfortable, but you know, you have to do what you have to do because you don't want your children getting sick and it was being passed around. So it's definitely a highly contagious virus because first it was only me and then Elise tested positive and then my husband did and then eventually by day five or so, Tessa tested positive as well, but she's pretty good, asymptomatic almost. She's just in her room again and she's feeling fine. We're not giving her any time at all. She says she's fine. Um, she's okay without it. So yeah, that's how it's been. It's just been like really crazy. And I think around like day six or seven, I lost my sense of taste and smell. So I was able to taste and smell, I'd say about 10%, 10, 20%. So I was eating these delicious meals but I couldn't really taste it and fully enjoy it. And it was like the weirdest feeling. It's almost like having like a filter over your senses. It wasn't fun. Like I hated that feeling. I think that was probably like one of the worst feelings. The hardest part was like losing my sense of taste and smell. Luckily it only lasted two days and I've heard of stories where it never came back. So I was so scared. I was, um, like smelling essential oil bottles, like sniffing it like every three, four hours to just to test myself. And luckily, it all came back. And I remember taking a shower and I have a pretty fragrant shampoo and conditioner. I remember taking a shower and I couldn't smell anything. Oh, that was not fun. And I think a lot of it was psychological. I was like hoping everything comes back. But luckily, today I'm back to normal. And another really bad feeling was the chest tightening feeling. So for me, it only lasted one day, which I'm so thankful for. But when I had it, it was very unpleasant. It felt like something was on my chest and i felt like short of breath um whenever i'm moving around like doing anything even something like folding laundry or moving laundry from you know washer to dryer because i was still doing those like little things around the house it would leave me breathless you don't feel good you know you want to feel your best so that was kind of hard and i can see how older people or people with underlying health conditions or with a weak immune system, I can see how the virus can really attack you because it attacks like different parts of your body. So again, like it's definitely not worth getting. So please be careful. Please wear a mask and please wear gloves wherever you can. And just know that traveling does come with a certain amount of risks because there are certain factors that you can't control. Like what happened to me and my daughter at that um, airport in the family bathroom. So all around, the hardest part I would say was not the illness, but it was uh the daily household management, the eating, the cleaning, watching kids, and being away from my younger children for days was so hard. I'm so grateful that my mother-in-law, you know, had to, she was able to stay with us and help with the kids while we recover because there was some risk involved for her too. And I was really worried about her even like stepping in to help us. But You know, the family decided we needed help and I'm so thankful that she decided to um, do this for us and luckily she's okay. Luckily she was recovered and she has vaccinations so I guess the risks were lower but that doesn't mean that there's no risk because I hear that there are different strains of COVID and I don't know if you can really hear from my voice but I think I'm still dealing with like my uh, voice still feels a little like my throat kind of feels scratchy. So I think from like the past two days ago, I can tell like I didn't have any like body aches or body symptoms, but I did feel something around my nose and my head. And I think I'm pretty good. I say I'm like 95% recovered, but I'm planning to take it easy. And this whole time I was at home, I didn't see anyone. And uh, there were a few people I saw for work, I let them know right away when the test came back positive, I they tested and luckily everyone tested negative. So I think it really helps that they're wearing masks. Um, if you do have to see people who live outside of your home, make sure you're always wearing a mask and washing your hands regularly and avoiding travel. All the things that CDC and the health department recommends, it's true. Like it's there for a reason. And I'm really thankful that we got through this okay. And I'm glad that our illnesses didn't really get worse. And I can see though how it can be bad for some people and some families. And I have to say COVID-19 is really hard. It's almost hardest on families because of the fact that we have to take care of everyone else too. You know, you're a mom, but you don't have the luxury of just being in bed. And what if your spouse tests positive and then what? So at that point, I guess you have to still get up, wear your mask, wear your gloves, and still take care of your children if you have no one helping you. And at that point, you're exposing them every day. So one thing to remember is that if anyone tests positive in your home, then everyone needs to stay put. You shouldn't be seeing anybody outside of your family. And so now my mother-in-law who's been with us, she's in quarantine with us. Luckily, my husband and I both tested negative today and we were feeling better for the past two days or so. And we never really have fevers. So I think we're okay. He went back to work for the first time today, but he doesn't really come in contact with anyone. And I'm going to just be safe and stay in longer we're getting all our meals like delivered and we're picking things up and we have family who dropped off groceries so we're okay for now and you know luckily we survived it and we're all okay but boy that was not fun and I really hope that you guys all stay safe and I can really Understand why CBC has a list of, you know, things that we should follow and we should be restricted. I know Texas just opened everything up. They opened all their restaurants and they lifted the mask mandate, which I personally, as someone who just recovered from COVID-19, I don't think that's a good idea because the virus is out there and it's very contagious. And if the whole family gets it, it's just a big mess. So, you know, no matter where you're at, whether your state requires or requires it or not, I hope you stay safe. Always wear your masks and wash your hands frequently. Avoid public spaces and avoid travel as much as you can. But again, you know, we decided to travel knowing the risks and it happened to us. So don't think that it could never happen to you. And, you know, in the end, I'm really glad that we got through this okay and that we're all healthy and I'm so thankful for our healthy bodies and our strong immune systems. So luckily we came out of it okay. Now we just need Tessa to show negative, but I think she'll be okay too. And my daughter, so my son, uh son was okay. The four-year-old, he's been acting fine, full of energy. He's never actually acted sick. There were about two, three days when my daughter, my baby, one-year-old was acting kind of fussy. So we think maybe she had a very, um that was like her light reaction to it. She had a runny nose and she was kind of fussy for a few days, but now she's back to normal. So I'm just very grateful that we are recovered. And I'm thankful that, you know, our bodies now have some immunity to it, but that doesn't mean we're not going to be careful. So please take it from me. And if you plan to travel, please know that there are risks involved and COVID-19 is not fun, especially for families because it's highly contagious and you really don't know how the person's going to be affected. So for us, it was a you know, a huge learning lesson. And we're glad that, you know, we got through it. Okay. And so my prayers and my well wishes go out to all of you, please be safe, be healthy, stay healthy. And thank you for being here. And I hope I wasn't like just Going on like today, honestly, like I had no show notes. I'm just like talking as I go, and I'm glad I think I sounded okay, but honestly, I'm just recovering from the illness, so I'm not like a hundred percent there. Today's my first day back to work, somewhat. So, thank you guys for being here. I love you all. I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy, and I will talk to you soon next week. I have a really exciting guest scheduled for next week. So I'm really happy to bring her on board. And I hope you guys stay tuned for that episode. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Mommy Diary, the podcast. If you can relate to any of my stories, my hope is that you leave this episode feeling a little less alone and a lot more inspired. For more parenting and lifestyle stories, head over to my blog, mommy-diary.com or join me on Instagram at mommydiary. If you're loving this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. I love connecting with you, so send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear next.